What's up? Welcome into the Thoughts Podcast. Um, thank you to everyone who listened to our preview pod. We do appreciate it. Um, Going to talk about United-Chelsea, that big game. We'll talk about some of the other stuff that went on over the weekend. Preview Tottenham City, our game of the week. I wanted to start with Dan, our, our, uh, our United fan who's, who's recently joined the pod. Um, to discuss all United matters and Premier League matters for that for that matter as well. Um, but I'll start with the uh, the City fan. We watched United-Chelsea Sunday almost afternoonish, And this was a game where in the first half I felt like it was a lot closer than the, the score led to believe. And Chelsea had some opportunities early on. They just couldn't capitalize. Uh, what was your takeaways from the game and I'll let you kind of talk about each side yeah I like to start with stats 4-0 halftime score one nothing. 18 shots from Chelsea four offset pieces 11 from United two off counters one from a penalty uh, possession was fairly even 54% Chelsea I agree with you 100%. I thought the first half United was, or excuse me, Chelsea was the team setting the pace. They were the one attacking. They were the one creating. Um, you know, so the overall theme was was simply they were creating more opportunities, but man, you finished the one that they did have, which was a terrible sequence from Chelsea's defense. Uh, they turned the ball over in midfield, uh, lunged, Referee did a great job, said play on, and then they got a PK on uh, the game's worst player, uh, Kurt Zuma, who got a rating of 4.86. And Rashford converted that, the first of two for him. So, you know, Chelsea hit the the post a couple times. They they were without Conte. Pulisic didn't come on until the 50-something. Uh, so it wasn't that United was overly impressive to me, but they converted the chances that they did have. They allowed Chelsea to make mistakes and they played to their strengths, which is basically a worse version of Liverpool, uh, scoring on the counterattack. So I don't know if this is a, a microcosm for what these two team seasons will look like. Um, but definitely it's a great way for United to start. 4 nothing, at home, and uh, Lampard's got his work cut out for him. Zon, what was your takeaway from, uh, from the Chelsea side? Yeah, I think that's the bigger story. I think United looked good, but I don't, I don't think we can take anything away from, from that game about United because I thought Chelsea were just awful. Um, they had a couple of chances. They didn't start Pulisic. Uh, which was just strange in the first game of the Premier League. I mean, if you if you want to win the Super Cup that badly, it's the first week of the season. Play your guys twice in one week. It's, you know, something you do midway through the season. So I I, I couldn't understand any of the logic. Uh, Lampard looked pretty hungover coming into the match. Um, he really – the tactics weren't good. Zuma, who has looked good in the past, looked completely awful. Um, looked, looked, yes. If he buttons one more button, does Chelsea do they do they get salvage a point from that game? I don't know if it has to. I think the fact that he didn't button it showed that you know he looked a little fast and loose, and maybe the you know maybe that speaks more to the preparation coming into the season. But again, not playing Pulisic, I thought the whole game. 
he was he was definitely going to be one of their better players. That 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 to me against United in the first day of the season just is just absurd. Uh, especially because he's been there the whole preseason. He didn't just walk in, you know, two days before the game. So I, I think just just that alone for me put me off enough to to really not take this Chelsea team seriously in that game. Um, and then obviously we watched the game together. It was uh, let's just say it was it was really clumsy at the back from Chelsea, and they really without Hazard, I think they're gonna have they're gonna have trouble creating up front. Um, although I thought Pedro looked pretty good. Other than that, the whole team just seemed pretty pedestrian. I, I want to see what Pulisic looks like when he actually starts, and then I could probably get a better read from the team. So it was probably their energy that had carried them through the first 40 minutes or so. Because, I mean, they came out just hot. They were aggressive, and I, that's probably your best bet when you're playing away on the road with a really young team. Um, Pulisic, they threw him in the 58th minute, and he never really – it looked like he just never really got settled into the flow of the game itself. Um, any takeaways from the Manchester United side, Azan? Yeah, I mean, I thought, again, I, we talked about this ad nauseum uh, during the game. Pogba doesn't look fit. And we all know that there are issues in terms of chemistry about whether he wants to stay there or not. Um, and so that makes Sorry, things... Pog, Pogba the what? <laughs> I'll let you say that. It's your, it's your, it's your joke. Um, but uh, I thought Pogba looked okay. I mean, obviously he's capable of producing that pass that we saw right across the middle. That was a world-class, just complete on the dime to Rashford. I mean, that was, that was a great pass. Um, I think takeaways for United, the younger guys look pretty good. Um, I think they need to be a counter-attacking team. I just don't see them as a possession team. I, I don't think Rashford's strong enough. Uh, I think they have to get them on the break. So uh, it, it's interesting to see how they set up. Maguire was a plus as well. Uh, and they still have De Gea, so um, definitely a top four contender for me. I think they just need, like you said, I think they just need to feed those guys up top and let them run. I think that's their best shot to getting out and scoring goals and, and putting the defense, any defense, um, in a chance in, in a situation to make mistakes. So I think that's the one thing that they have to do. Yeah, if I'm a United um, fan, I'm definitely happy with the summer business, though. I mean, Daniel James scored, yeah, albeit off. I mean, it wasn't a pure strike. It bounced off the guy in front of him, but a, a goal is a goal. Juan Bissaka, I thought, impressed. You know, he was their second-highest-rated player, and Maguire was was pretty strong in the middle. So, and, know, as and, far as the, for and, a team that got a lot of flack for the money they spent on Maguire um, and the Lukaku thing kind of – was a dark cloud over them all summer. I mean, I think this, they're definitely stronger than last year. Um, but I agree with you 100% that this is not a – they're not going to play like City. I think they're a poor man's Liverpool in their current environment. But I am very interested, um, you know, with Pogba the Hut on how that looks. He had a weird quote yesterday or today concerning uh, – you know, he's constantly asked about whether he wants to be there, essentially, and he's very semi-cryptic. It's, I mean, it, I think it's the worst-kept secret that he would, you know, doesn't really want to be there. Um, he wants to be in Madrid. Right. So, I mean, Ian's, Ian's played the, the longest, and this transcends other sports. But, I mean, what, what impact does that have on your best player? No one's really sure if he wants to be there. You watch the tape, he doesn't get back on D, and then he has a flash of brilliance, and people, you know, remember that. 
is this really sustainable for United if they want to finish top four? I think they need to they need to just put him in the attack and not I mean not put him in that cent, that defensive mid position so he doesn't have to get back and let him just I mean he's so good he's such a talented player and he's a good athlete so if he does get into shape and you let him get into the attack and anytime a guy starts scoring goals he's gonna feel better about himself so I'd say like let him get into the attack I know that probably take away from their defense um, in the midfield he's but, not doing anything on D right I'm just theoretically speaking, it takes away because, I mean, he's, he's just a good player. So, I mean, to me, put him in the attack, let him score goals, and let him get up there with Marsh, uh, Martial and Rashford. And he starts scoring goals, and you win a few games, and, and things can change. So, I don't know. Maybe they should look at um, a different approach with how they use him. I My only issue with that is I, I, I agree with you, Ian. He should play further up the pitch. I don't think he should play, you know, all the way up the pitch as like – nope. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, he's, he's not agile enough to play that position. But, again, he reminds me so much of Mario Balotelli. It's like, man, you just see the flashes and you're like, if he could do that consistently, he's going to be the best in this world at this position. I think he'll be better than Balotelli, but he's he's got that. He's got that, you know, the way he goes out of games is just, it's kind of worrying. It's It reminds me of Ozil and Arsenal. It's just sometimes you just don't even realize he's there because he'll turn off on defense. Uh, and then he'll just be like, "Hey, I'm still here by pulling off a flash of brilliance." But you got to wonder, um, you know, how much of the chemistry issues are going to affect him this this season, and how much effort he's going to put in. Another thing I'd like to add about United is I thought Lindelof was excellent. Uh, I actually think that back line is going to be better than we thought, especially if Lindelof is your second best center back, um, and they finally don't have Ashley Young playing down the right. So I think defensively. Uh, I think there were a lot of uh, a lot of things positives to take away from that game for United. No, I agree. I think it is. If anything, it might actually be. It might end up being the strength of that team this year, because up front, I mean, they are young. They've been playing together for a while. They have exciting players, but no one who's been overly consistent. That midfield. You know, when you have one guy like you have Pogba, who he does not, he does nothing for the defense, right? I mean, he's not, he's not getting the ball back in midfield no, he's not. for United, and guys are flying right by him, and he doesn't. I don't even know if they give him responsibilities, but to me, the midfield he's not is fit not, enough. He's not fit enough to do that. Like he has to save his energy on. He's office. not fit of body or mind. Yeah, I mean, like you can, you can. He was putting in no effort. And that's my thing. He could – it's basically boomer bust. If he decides who he wants to be and accept that he's going to be a United for another season, you know, I, I'm not saying they challenge to win the league, but I'd be shocked if they don't win a trophy this year. I mean, they have the talent. I don't know about trophy, but top four I think is very reasonable. I mean, you never know what happens yeah, in an four, FA Cup. Three, you know, right. you care about Cup. Yeah. I mean, those things – Especially if they are falling behind in the in the Premier League, take it um, seriously. You know, Liverpool I mean, or a City or fall asleep for a game in one of the lesser cups. I'm just saying, I they have that quality, is what I'm saying. Sure, their yeah, ceiling, no. their ceiling, is higher than, in my opinion, Arsenal, Chelsea. Here's my only not Tottenham. Here's but, my here's my only worry though. When you say that. Um, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I think that talent-wise, they can go up against any of those teams. My only issue is that midfield is is a wreck. There's a wreck. 
There, no doubt. There's nothing there. I mean, you can't, again, like at least the other teams, except Chelsea. I don't even want to put Chelsea in the, the category yet. I don't think they belong there right now. Um, but just putting them up against Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool, uh, even if you look at Wolves or Everton, like they have the worst midfield there. They have nobody. It, it's it's barren. And over the 38-game season, that's really the, you know, the position that's arguably the most important. Definitely. Yeah, no, so, I mean, and that's – if Pug – I mean, here's the thing, too. If they can win games – they start out the season. Let's say they win the first, you know, three or four games of the season. Pogba plays a part in, in the offensive part of the game and can help facilitate and score. Maybe it's a different conversation we're having in a month. So, but you're right. The long, the, the midfield will be a problem for them throughout the entire season just because it's so long. Um, absolutely. I want to uh, switch gears actually a little bit. As long we can talk. Let's talk Arsenal because you guys, you guys had, and you can touch briefly on this. You guys had a good win. The Gunners, with five guy, five of your starters out, you guys sweep one out at uh, at Newcastle. So switching gears, Azan, your Gunners got an important three points um, at Newcastle. You guys were missing a ton of guys, guys out there that I I didn't know of. I don't know if anybody knew who they were, um, but you guys got the dub. Thoughts yeah. On that quick win. Yeah, real quick. Um, no, I thought it was I thought it was a good win in the sense that uh, a, a lot of our signings happened. You know, Louise and Pepe happened the week before really the season got going, um, so they weren't really ready for the first game. And we have a real travesty going on with uh, Mesut Ozil and Kolesinac, who are being kept in like protective custody because they've been getting threats over the the robbing incident, uh, which just makes me wonder about what. British, you know, what the British police are doing, because if, hey, you can't protect them, you know, on a trip to Newcastle. But anyway, uh, point being, it was it, w- it was a game we had to win because we got a few tough games coming up and we didn't want to start the season on the wrong foot. Uh, and it really was, it was, it, we didn't play our best ball, but we scored that one goal and kept a clean sheet. And sometimes in the Premier League, that's, that's what you need to do, especially when you don't have your best stuff going. So uh, take it. Absolutely. Um, no, I thought you got, I mean, I watched some of it, Obama and got, 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 he just he did what he does and he scores inside the six. Um, and you know, you guys play Liverpool next weekend, right? So that's, a, that's a big yep. game. Yeah. So we have, so we have to beat Burnley this weekend. So there, so that the pressure on, because we play Liverpool, uh, and then a, a difficult match, right? I think it's Tottenham right after that. So we've got to, um, we've got to get six points from these first two games. Uh, I think the second, th- this will be our home opener. So. Uh, I, I think we need to come out and ma- really make a statement, maybe play a good game so it sets us up for the Liverpool game. But you know, you know whose performance matched their line? Their Obama Yang? Mkhitaryan is oh. not good. Well, he's not going to play much. He needs I mean, to grow it out good, or do man. the surgery. I'm pissed. Just I made the avatar joke to Ian in the living room. While we're watching the game, and then troll football tweets it. Oh, that's funny. Um, no, so, seriously though, seriously, uh, he's not going to play much this year. I mean, the second Pepe start starts on that right side, which you know, as long as Knock on Woody stays healthy, uh, we're not going to see McTarn playing a lot, and that's why we need Ozil back as well. Is uh, Pepe is Pepe playing this week? Do you know? 
Well, he he, he subbed oh, in. Right. And he did sub in late. That's right. You're right. He he played about twenty five minutes. He 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 actually looked really sharp. So I, everything I so saw what, in that short. I mean, Burnley it, it, did they did came out in a four two three one. I mean that's uh-huh. that's got to be a good sign that Ozil is going to be in that that number ten role now. Yeah. No, Ozil Ozil will essentially take the role that Mkhitaryan had in the last game. Sitting right behind the strikers. I mean, Mkhitaryan can't play. Well, he was one. coming off the right, but yeah. Uh, actually, um, I think uh, they had uh, Willick was meant to be coming off the right. But yes, he would switch off, switch over to the right quite a bit. And you got to think Danny Caballos is going to be. Yep. Is that guy can't? What's the point of loaning a guy? So here's a cra- here's a crazy thing. Our next this week we're going to see Cabello, uh, Cabellos. We're going to see Luis uh, because Mustafi's out the door. Uh, we're going to see Pepe. It's going to be and and we're going to see Lacazette. It's going to be a completely different team and maybe Ozil as well. So that's five starters right there. Um, so hopefully that you know hopefully they come out and make a sta- a bit of a statement at home. And Burnley did win. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Three yep. zero against Southampton. So. Do you think that game is going to be closer than, um, you know, your average spectator might expect? I'm sure it'll be closer on the run of play. But, again, especially with these teams that come away to the Emirates and the Old Traffords and the Stamford Bridge, uh, it depends on if the hosts can get the first goal. Because usually if the hosts get the first goal, then it kind of opens opportunities up at the back. They can't really sit back as much. Um, so it, it depends. Um, also, I have not seen this version of Arsenal. So uh, anything could happen. Now, I'm, I'm far from certain we're going to get three points, but uh, I, I do want to see, you know, I do want to see how we perform with the full squad on there. Absolutely. I'll watch that one too. I only said I'm really interested in <laughs> City and Tottenham, but I'll watch that for you. I mean, I guess what seven full Premier League right? Saturday with breakfast. Yeah, it's right. You're, you're doing it. You're, you're coming over yep. early morning. Okay. Um, get, the, get the mimosas ready. Yeah, no doubt. We should. Hey, I, seriously, let's do it. Why not? I'll bring, the, I'll bring the champagne. You guys have the orange juice ready. Yeah, I can't do that. So, y'all have fun. Oh, I forgot. That's sad. We'll do it. Um, game of the week. Oh, Moving fast here. Oh, I don't have that much. Yeah, I no, I, that much. I would rather talk about the next game than the previous game. It's more fun. Well, just real quick. Uh, I was going to preference that with last week's stuff, but I was going to. Well, yeah, we got. I mean, we we all watched City West Ham and Spurs via, no? Yeah, we did. So that's that's our next ga- match week two game of the week for us, and probably everybody is City Spurs. We get it early. I believe we got it pretty early last year as well. Um, City thumped West Ham at London Stadium, 5 nothing. Could have been 7. Spurs, to me, not very impressive. We'll talk about it a little bit against a brand-new Aston Villa squad who got a ton of capital pumped into that side. And outside of uh, you know, the last 15 minutes – to me, they weren't that impressive, and Harry Kane definitely didn't deserve to be, you know, in the best eleven from the Prem Week One. But still salty about that, huh? I just—he doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I think he's. I like. I, I like bigger strikers. I think he's really good. And Sean, I know my brother is also a fan. I mean, if he stays in the Prem, if he stays in the Premier League his whole career, he'll probably end up with all the records. No, I mean, I, I think he's good. 
So Azan's, I mean, Azan's theory is that there's no way he could stay in England, but he's not going to be with Spurs. No, <laughs> it doesn't happen. It's never happened. If it happens once, I'll I'll believe it. <laughs> let it let it happen once. So I mean, uh, who looked more impressive in week one? Is probably a oh, yeah. stupid question. Can we can we can we get to the point here? I've been waiting. The point is, this matchups happened several times the last few years with these two managers, and it's always ended on one way. It always has. I'm sorry, but again, you almost can't, always almost always. What what is it? One win for Tottenham in the last six, I believe. All right, we'll scrap last week. I I wanted to see if there. I mean, maybe we'll talk about in the key matchups because Pep. Pep is going to pep. He'll always pep. And he did a little bit of pep last week with uh, some head scratchers in the starting 11. But game is Saturday at 1230, I believe, at the Etihad. Uh, last four Premier League meetings, City's won all four on an aggregate score of 9-2. to two. So to his on's point, not really close. <sighs> last Tottenham League win at City was 2016 under Manuel Pellegrini. Um, it's tough. last week, new sign. I mean, in Dembele impressed. I thought all of us, um, Rodri has, has slid into the city side pretty seamlessly. Uh, so, I mean, you have two of the big six, arguably two of the three best teams in the league. Where do we go from here? So just like looking at it, you know, I think I have some, some points to make. Like to me, like this matchup, on its face, Tottenham, you know, the great, good side. Harry Kane, great player, great striker. They have some good players as well, especially in the belly. Um, I think he'll be big for them. It's like, I don't know if it's a good analogy, but it's kind of like, like a Western Conference finals in the NBA or a championship with the Warriors. And you're like trying to talk yourself. It's like, oh, this could be, this could work out. They could give the Warriors a run for their money or this team could. And, it just never works out, and the Warriors always ended up steamrolling. And I feel like it's kind of similar in this aspect, where I feel like we want this game to be closer than I think it's going to be. And in the end, it's probably going to be a three-one or four-one victory for City. So I mean, it's, it's just not a good matchup for Tottenham. No, it's it's no, it, I, I, they try to play I, Pep style, and they play against Pep. So it's like. You're trying to impersonate this team, and and that team just does better. You know, does does it better. So, it's it's a classic. Uh, they've got kind of a similar style, and and Man- Manchester City's you know runs the style and, and the system better. So it's really an awful matchup. I will say, my key matchups I had here. I have Lucas Mora coming off the right against Zinchenko, who's not a traditional left back hasn't even played there that long uh the midfield i find interesting because it's probably the closest uh, matchup as far as parts of the field parts of the squad um especially with the addition of of indembele pep versus poach and then same situation going the other way left back against right wing with danny rose who's probably the weak man on, on Tottenham's back line now. Can't play defense. Uh, Rose versus whoever it is, whether it's Mahrez, Sterling, or Bernardo Silva. That's that's oh. uh, Thoughts on any of those matchups? Yeah. Do I mean, any of those go Tottenham's way? No, because they're playing away from home. If this was at, if this was at Spurs Stadium, where, where, what's their is new stadium? Is this an unbiased home? take? No, this is an unbiased take. The numbers support what I'm saying. 
if this was, no, if, I think I think I was looking at some stuff saying that I don't think they struggled. They struggled playing away, and then obviously City, City. So they they have their work cut out for them. Look, um, let, if this game was at Spurs, right? This game would be a good game. This game would be a close game, and City might win three two or you know three one, or or Spurs might eke out a victory or a draw. Um, but if this this is being played in Manchester, that's this is a four one or three one kind of game. It just feels like that. It feels like one of those games where we're we're we're, talk, is, we're talking ourselves into the spectacle. But I, I just feel like it's not going to be as good as we think it is. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we're trying to do this, and it's not going to work out. It's but it be, is the biggest game of the week. It, it is, is. There's no it'll, doubt about it'll it. Be two it nil. doesn't mean it'll be the best. No, 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 game. for sure. I just and, think I think there's a great chance it's two nil at halftime. Like and City could be sloppy. I mean, that's probably Tottenham's best chance, right? It's, and they're going to have to make some mistakes, and they have to put. I mean, one of the things that Tottenham does, if you guys know this, uh, strategically, is Ponchettino loves the high line, and guess who loves to play against the high line? Pep. And all of those city strikers. I mean, just the matchup is just brutal. And pray to God that that city doesn't so capitalize the biggest, on the on on the yeah. Yeah, the break. The biggest advantage Spurs has, and it's one of City's weaknesses, would be set pieces. That's one reason why they signed Rodri. They lost company. Um, so you know, in in one of those situations. That's a good chance for for Tottenham to score. They're they're good on the attack and defense from set pieces. Um, what do you guys make of it? Pep has asked about it quite a bit um, as far as their tactical fouling. Oh. A lot of people get on him when they turn the ball over. City will commit a foul right away to stop the flow of the game. They don't get booked for it because it's not really a goal scoring opportunity, or they make it look like it's not. It was a goal scoring opportunity, not on purpose. Sorry, not on purpose. Yeah, or flagrant. It's Warrior not reckless. guys. It's not and reckless, he, he continues. Yeah. He. I mean, I think anybody unbiased bias would say, yeah, it looks like they probably do that. Do you got? Is there any reason why he continues to deny it? What are your guys' thoughts on that? Is that probably just taking advantage of the rules? Probably all that, just kind of a pride thing, but also realizing it's the smart thing to do. I mean, I know that when I play in FIFA, that's definitely something I do. I try and foul. I mean, so it's like I don't know. I I I, I don't mind it, and it's if you're not as long as you're not doing it recklessly and you're not, you know, putting someone else in danger, then. I don't, I don't hate it that much. Is it kind of dirty a little bit? Uh, maybe, but like again, name of the game is the win. So I mean, look, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I have a different take. Um, oh God. No, I mean, I look. I think what what managers are trying to do is they see Pep does a really good job with the situational fouling, um, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring bring that to the officials and, and NBA teams do this a lot, right? They'll come after the game. They'll make comments like, you know, those should have been yellow cards. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the referees to take a closer look at it. Um, and maybe they're a little quicker with the yellow, especially after two or three challenges um, from the it's same been- player. So, so it, this is all, this is all, um, I don't think this is a, Hey, you're purist. Do you like it or hate it thing? I think this is more jockeying with the referees association uh, to see, you know, whether you can make them more a little more stern on the situational fouling, because like like James said, they do it so quickly after losing the ball that it's not necessarily goal scoring opportunity. But at the same time, if you do that right after you lose the ball, then you'll never, you know, you won't have that many goal scoring opportunities because they keep breaking up the play. So in a way, 
it is the other team's best goal scoring opportunity. Set pieces. Oh, off the counter, yeah, yeah. No, I I get why Pep's doing it. Look, if they're not booking players, then Pep should continue doing it. But I think from I think now that it's been brought up, I think you'll see referees from starting next week uh, being a little more mindful of it and almost you know speak is kind of spoken into existence, being a little more strict. Uh, So we'll see how it goes. In a in a combined eleven for this game, is there any conversation outside of you know a city player not being it outside of quaint uh, Harry Kane versus Sergio Aguero? I would actually take Aldo over over John Stones. Maybe personally. I don't know enough, but in the ballet and Rodri, that's all. That's another worthy conversation. I think it's way too early to to talk about either of them, honestly. But I, I'm not sure. Um, no, that's fair. I'm just thinking, Tom. Yeah, sure. not, you don't have to answer, but as far as just matchups potentially, just to back up what you guys have been saying. Is what do you guys think of Lori's City should win, hands down, right? Hmm? I don't think Yori's can hold a candle to Ederson. Yeah, I agree, should. especially with the feet. Maybe a few years ago, yeah. I mean, Yori's their their back line. I would say they used to. Have, I mean, I used to. Uh, think they were much better than Azan probably ever did or ever will. Um, I thought they were a really good squad, but this back line is, is suspect now. But, just, I mean, the, even if, if Ederson – Ederson would have to be so much worse of a shot blocker, that extra element he adds when a team does want to press City and he just, like, looks like he's in the middle of the park on a Saturday passing the ball around, and then when he wants to let one rip long – I don't know how you defend that. Yep. No. Not that it happens seven times a game. Uh, it, I, I, it really only takes one. I will say that Erickson should be in the conversation too. That's the only one, but I, you know, a fit De Bruyne. De Bruyne is nasty. I think is the best midfielder in the league. See, for me, that's the hardest. That's the hardest pick. I, I would. You can pick, pick him over David Silva, who's you know much sure. older and, and probably at the end of but. But I, 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 I think Erickson is is a top three, top four kind of attacking midfield in the league. So I, my point is, I agree. You, you, you can't agree. you can't argue that he's in the conversation with De, you know what I mean. Like I think it's more based on form because they're both such top quality players. I think the rest of the team, it's hard. It's really I, I would be hard pressed to put anyone on except for Kane. And and again, even with Kane Aguero, I would rather have Aguero. I prefer Pacey Stryker. So that's tough. No, I mean, I think Spurs, probably something off a set piece, off of a counter or a, a one-man Mora, Kane, Erickson flash of brilliance is probably what they're going to need. No. Maybe even, maybe even more than I, I, I don't even think that will do it because, I mean, that gets um, you, what, a goal or two? I think they need City to really just miss a bunch. Because City's going to create a bunch of chances at home. City's going to have to be extremely wasteful in front of goal. I mean, that's – that's the that's the equation, right? Like, can you keep City under four goals in this game? It's not easy. Like, I think if you had to put a kind of average or, you know, how much you'd expect them to score, it's between three and four, which is just ridiculous. So, a set-piece won't cut I do it. want to give Ian the platform to talk about his new favorite player. Who is that? Oh, Kyle Walker. Uh, there isn't a guy that I root for on Saturday mornings. I may just get a Kyle Walker jersey just because um, – that dude is so much fun to watch. He just goes. He was just a machine the entire game. He's making runs up the field. Guess who's diving him? in the box. 
He wants to get into the attack more than anybody else on the field. Guess who sold I him? Mean, what's up? Guess who sold him? Who sold him, Ian? Enlighten no, me. No, no, no. I want you to answer the question. No, I actually don't if, know. If Zon's bringing it up, then he's Who do you think it is? This team. Oh, Arsenal? Arsenal? What? No. Tottenham. <laughs> Your new favorite player was miraculously sold um, to a better team. Uh, this is yikes. Yeah, I, no, well, he's just he's he, he just was an absolute trip. I mean, any chance he had to make uh, <laughs> make a run up the sideline, yeah. he he was. Can you imagine uh, he was, throw Kyle Walker into Tottenham's current team? What's up? Sorry. Throw Kyle Walker into their current team. Who would you throw out? Aurier, I guess. Uh, they, they actually started a fellow Walker, Walker Peters. See, that's my point. How much better would they be with just Kyle Walker? Just just Kyle no, Walker. No, you would definitely add a dimension for them. They had Trippier, who was a suitable replacement. I don't think they're on the same par. Yeah, of course not. Little surprise in Madrid. I mean, I don't I don't know. That deal was weird to me. All that was around. weird. But either uh, way, my, my point is this is what Tottenham always does. They will always sell that one player they need to actually complete. It's how Dan, it's how Daniel Levy does business. They want to run the club as a profit-making enterprise, and they want to get premium, and that's fine. But again, you'll never win the Prem like that. Kind of want to see Tottenham beat Arsenal. Just <laughs> no, they like, might. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, I'm just kidding. Tottenham's, Tottenham's a better team this year. Don't get me wrong. They're the better yeah, team. Ponchettito right now is a better coach than Emery, at least. Again, I don't know how good Emery can become, so I don't want to limit him. But right now, they're the better team than Arsenal. I'm not arguing that. Who's a bigger club and who's going to not sell their stars? We know the answer to that. We have a 20-year track, you know, <laughs> track record to see what's going to happen with that. So, again, this is the best Tottenham has been, and this is the best they're ever going to be. This is peak. Woo. Wow. Well, no, I was here. I'm, I'm gonna... I, I never would have guessed that Kyle Walker would be the one to, to sink his – fish hook into Ian's mouth. I was just dying. I was dying. He, he was, was entertaining as hell. No, he really was, man. He was just going. And then he almost, he got in a dude's face. He got a guy. I think he got he a did. car. He did. He did. I forgot about that. some crap. Studs up. No, he, he was, went at him. No, he was going in, man. He wanted, he was ready for the start of the There's season. only one word to describe Kyle Walker. He's an athlete. He's different. <laughs> There's more than one word. Yeah. No, he's no. definitely an he's, athlete. He's an athlete. And he's he's on a different physical scale in terms of his pace, his strength, his athleticism than than most. Oh, he's unique. He's unique. Uh, he he's is. Definitely, uh, that's what we've missed on the left because apparently Cancelo can play on both flanks. I, I think that that might be. I mean, we're picking airs here, and they get to spend a lot of money, as uh, everybody knows, but. Basically stealing Cancelo from Juventus. Obviously lit a fire under his butt, Walker. Yeah. Um, and gives – you know, he is getting up there. I think last year his workload, he wasn't able to do what we saw this week as often. So, I mean, giving him some, some games off I think will help both players. Mendy is definitely better than Zinchenko. Yep. Um, but he makes mistakes. Yep. Uh, but he it. offers the same athleticism – as Walker mm. and actually has an added long ball cross dimension that, that Walker doesn't necessarily yeah. have. Yes, right. Um, but he can, you know, get in there and, and hit those short crosses with pace. So, yeah. Wa- that, he was Walker, is, like he, 
some of those midfield headers, he looked like a dolphin jumping out of the Pacific yeah. Ocean or wherever dolphin. Defensively, is Walker as a fullback is 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 one one of the best in the league. I mean, he's he just he can play when a fullback can play center back. You know they're a good defender, right? Like you you know they can defend. So and and he's not he's not limited enough on the offensive end to be you know that much of a drop off. So I think I think he's he's definitely going to be one of those vets you guys will need to get going to to retain. Final scores of the game. What do you guys? What's your prediction? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go four one. Four two would be my second prediction, but I'm gonna go four one. I'll wear a city jersey this particular game. The one one time this year, actually, on one of two times this year. I like another clean sheet. I like three nothing. Three oh, one. Three one. Three one. Yep. I just Was don't. That my prediction. I think what we should do. We Ian had. I think his buddy gave him a good idea. Some sort of. We'll keep track of it. Maybe put some bread down, but just something to track. Like yeah. Picking a few games. NBC so, Sports does a predictor where they pick five games per uh-huh. week, and you can you pick the scores. Better idea or or different idea. Um, what if we just did just our game of the week? Um, the closest get certain points. The second closest get certain points, and you know. And then keep counting score. We can get Dan to predict it you off the come air. Come up with that metric. Sure. Metrics. It's, it'll be just like our golf game we play. Um, and again, we can just we can have a, a uh, like getting one of the sides. So say I say four two, right? Like if I say four one and it ends up being four two, I get you know full points for the city score. I don't get or or we, we, can, or we, we do can... this thing on the app and it gives you points and you don't oh, gotcha. have to do that. Yeah, right. we'll use that. Um, we'll Can use we just that. do one so game, we'll, though, we'll, or do we have we'll, to do we'll five? Keep everyone, we'll keep everyone updated. Um, I think 3-0. Azan says 4-1. Correct. Right? And then James says 3-0. So, can I just know, say, we'll, can we'll I just say, I was so close to being right about the city, uh, uh, about the Chelsea United game. I was really upset because it was 3-0, and I said 3-0 with the late Chelsea goal. I would have been right on the money, but Chelsea was just worse than I thought they would be. Uh, and, yeah, and no four, uh, to show to show how difficult it was, the, out of five games, I only got one right. Not result, but exact. I said Tottenham Villa three one, and that was and that was that almost didn't happen. That shouldn't have happened. What's up? I said that shouldn't have even happened, right? Like that was a surprise last fifteen minutes of the game. Uh, so, sure. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, no, and I I'm gonna be more useful on these podcasts over the month as I keep watching this stuff. So apologize to the listeners. Kyle and... Walker jersey. You're gonna get the tequila sunset third kit? Don't waste your that money. That would look great with your complexion. Don't you know waste your I'm money. Referring to? Don't waste so... your money. No, no. It would he could wear that to a wedding. No. He could wear that to a bar. He's only wearing that to your wedding, James. He could wear it to a funeral. He can wear it to sleep. Mm. Writing some big checks here, James. He just he just saw. He's he, the image is loading. He got oh, a little God. sleepy. He saw the colors. Yellow and pink. It's ghastly. Yellow, a, a yellow to pink like shade, like kind of blends in. A little gradient. <laughs> yeah, a little gradient. And you know what it reminds me of? It's yeah, like it's like the uh, the Puma team that designs it was using paint to design it, and they drew a what? line. Up the middle of the shirt and filled. Should we get him the the full kit? No, I'm not paying for <laughs> jersey, Stop. shorts, Stop. and 
Why not socks? Come on, come on. That's when do you get them? When do you get them cleats at that at that rate? Just get I them. thought they were boots. Well, in England they are. That's tough. Okay, so <laughs> we'll uh, we'll check back in with you next week. Thank you for listening. Until next time, we will talk to you soon. Take care, everybody.